Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast and this is episode 45. Greetings everyone. How are we doing this week? By the comments I've been getting, we've all been looking at our spendings with our reflective hat on, with most people telling me that they had always been too busy to look at the whole switching suppliers thing, until I mentioned it in last week's podcast. And that particular part of the podcast seems to have really struck a nerve And I'm glad about that because anything that makes us change our habits to change up the freedom energy around us will help us to move with our 2020 intention to change even the smallest parts of our lives for the better. So well done you if you moved on that. And thank you to those of you who've been contacting me to tell me how you're doing. And remember, to help you, I've created a fantastic new Start Your Business Planner. Now, if you're hearing this for the first time, then what's happening is that to coincide with the launch of the first anniversary episode of the podcast in April 2020, I'm launching a new Start Your Business Planner that you can use to help you guide yourself through the process of starting your business. And you can also use the planner as a reference tool for the startup work that you should be doing. Now, there's lots of great information in the planner and lots of different tools and guides that you can just work your way through to make sure you stay on point. And as I said in last week's episode, for those listeners who get in early and reserve a copy, I'm planning something really extra special for you. Now, I don't want to say too much about it now, because that everyone will apply. So I'm looking for those who are intentional and who are taking action. And if you register for your planner and follow through, then there is going to be something extra special for you. If you want to reserve a copy of the planner, then all you need to do is go to drasha.mykajabi.com forward slash planner. That's D-R- A-S-H-E-R dot M-Y-K-A-J-A-B-I dot com forward slash planner. And once you've registered, you will be the first to know when the planner drops. And I'll also be keeping you up to date and sending you a few little early sneak peeks of what's in the planner. So get registering now. Now, this week... I'm just going to change up the energy a little bit because I always want to do what I can to motivate you. And I know that there are certain things which hold us back. 
So this week, I want to take a brief look at one of the most untalked about things that holds us back from moving into our greatness. And that is what people say about us. Now, I know that to the faces of the people we move with, we act like we're not bothered by what people say. And to some extent, we're not because we still make forward movements. But do you know that when we are hurt by the words of people who hate on us for whatever reason, when we do make forward movements, there are tiny fractions of ourselves that we don't feel or see that are not all in with the movements we are making. We hold back little parts of ourselves so that if it doesn't work out, we are not left totally wounded. But in most cases, this is completely unconscious and we don't even see or feel this. It's a bit like a flinch. You know what a flinch is, right? It's when we dress back in an instant as we anticipate that pain or harm that might follow our action. It's like burning yourself on the oven, something which I'm always doing. And then the next time you go to use the oven, you're pushing the food in bit by bit because you don't want to get burnt and you're flinching as you go along. And sometimes you don't even recognise this until somebody else comes along and says, why are you putting the food in the oven like that, Asha? Only then do you even reflect that in putting the food in the oven, you're not all in. And when you're not all in, it takes that much longer to get the job done because you spend time trying to avoid a hurt that you don't even know whether it will come. And it's that similar kind of feeling when we try to avoid getting hurt by people's words or the actions of haters who just have to find themselves in what we are doing just to pass comment or judgment. Unfortunately, we have people in our spaces whose sole purpose in life seems to be that of rubbishing the efforts of others no matter what others are doing. And whilst our cheerleaders have always tried to rally around us with sound advice, telling us things like winners never quit and quitters never win. Remember that one? Or how it's not you, it's them. Or a famous business quote, which is that there has never been a successful person who wasn't criticised, hated or underestimated. We know that whilst we hear those words and our cheerleaders are telling this stuff to try and lift us up, it never really answered the question about why haters go to so much trouble to hate on our efforts to do our thing. So for today, we're going to turn the tables on the haters, and we're going to focus on why haters hate. And to help us with this, I'm going to delve into three reasons for this behaviour so that you actually understand why it really is them and not you. Okay, here we go. One of the main reasons haters will always hate is because haters are usually quitters. The people that put in major efforts into rubbishing 
what you and others are doing are usually coming from a place of pain and shame because they know their own backfield is littered with failures of their own. When people take time to hate on your thing, what they're really saying is that they are not who or what or where they should be because they quit their plan before they achieved. And rather than take responsibility for this, they would rather you quit as well so they can say to themselves and others that the problem is not them, but the plan or the path that they've taken. So in reality, one of the reasons haters hate on you is because they're really talking about themselves and what they didn't do or what they didn't finish or what they can't do. And that also they're really anxious that you should be in the same boat as them because we all know how misery loves company. The second reasons why haters will always hate is because haters are spectators in the game of life. Haters will sit back and on the one hand happily accept their lot when they're talking to you. Oh, you know, I'm not really bothered that it didn't work out. But then when they see you flying, suddenly haters have a running commentary on what's wrong with you and why you shouldn't succeed. This is because haters see you driving your life bus and see you going in a forward motion and they sit and wonder about where you're driving to and what you will experience on what they believe is their journey and then they hate on you. They hate on you because in effect, haters have become spectators at the game of life and people who are spectators in their own life rarely have success in their own lives because they're too busy watching what other people are doing to be successful. Now remember, being successful is key here. It is the being successful that is the trigger for haters because your failure makes a hater happier than their own success because, well, a hater is generally not having any success. So haters need to see you go down to lift themselves up. There's nothing that a hater loves more than to see you fail like they have failed. And sometimes the commentary is about getting in your head so that you become the self-fulfilling prophecy that they want you to be, which is to be a failure like them. So if you have any success at all, the hater will be there to run a commentary about what's wrong with your success. And if that hater is close to you, the push will be to get in your head so you begin to doubt your own ability and doubt that you even were successful or that you can be successful about what you are doing. And a third reason why haters hate is because haters are all up in their feelings and emotions without realising that when you spend your life all up in your feelings and emotions, you become really unproductive. And you're unproductive because you're not grounded and because you're reacting to every little thing that happens around you, fighting battles that you have no business fighting or wasting your time on. 
Haters don't realise that fighting too many battles makes you battle-weary. And when you are emotionally battle-weary, you react to every little thing. So when a hater is watching you whilst they are all up in their feelings and emotions, if our hater has negative battles going on in their own lives, your success gets dragged into their emotions and into their reactions. So when a hater is hating on you, what they're really telling you is that their own emotions are a mess and that the envy they feel for your life that looks as if it's going places is playing havoc with their emotions. But don't worry, because when a hater picks a fight with your life, when they're all up in their feelings and emotions, what will actually happen is that they are giving you free promotion because when a hater responds with emotion, people actually look at the hater and not you. People actually wonder what the intentions of the hater are when you're quietly getting on and driving your life bus. The fourth reason why haters hate on you is because you've improved. A hater knows that when they see you improve your game, you are actually more likely to get good things in your life and good things out of your life because you are working hard at you and working hard at doing you. But rather than elevate themselves to your level, haters would rather drag you down to their level, choosing to see you as somebody who is just lucky and therefore not deserving of success, rather than someone who has worked hard for that success, unlike them. The fifth reason why haters hate on you is because you've surpassed them. We all know people who believe that they have a God-given right to be sat at the top of the tree, no matter what tree it is or whose tree it is. Those people want to be seen as the important people and the font of all knowledge in a particular area. And that's okay, especially if they've worked to get there. But everyone knows that things are only for a season. And when the space is ready to let someone else share the top of the tree or go further than the top of the tree, that space opens up for them, whether the hater wants it to or not. The hater knows this too because they can sense it and that's what makes them react with on the one hand openly supporting you to moving to the space ahead of them whilst at the same time bad mouthing you and what they see is your weakness and your failings to anyone who will listen. This behaviour is also similar to the sixth and last reason haters hate on you which is because they passed you and went all negative on you when you asked for their help and support. You know them people. You see them and you say to them that you really like what they're doing and they look at you as if to say, don't talk to me. Who are you to talk to me? The hater always remembers the time when you were fluttering around their wing looking for help and support. And their response was to get all up in their ego and act like the great I am, putting you back in your space and leaving you to sink, justifying this behaviour by suggesting to others that the problem is with you 
and not them. But then guess what happens? Whilst they're busy pruning their feathers, you got onto your thing and got your thing off using your own efforts and with the help and support of other people. And with those two things, you improved into the attractive person or prospect the hater said or thought you would never be. And suddenly, once the hater sees you flying, they act like they were always your best friend. And then they want to give you attention. Damn cheek. But guess what? You're not interested. Not because you're acting like the hater, but because you're on your work and you're not on pampering haters. And you also remember that this hater snubbed you in the past and once bitten, you're not going to go back there and be bitten again. So the likelihood is that you won't want that hater near you. And because of this, your hater gets sour grape syndrome and starts trying to run their mouth on you, inventing reasons why your little success is not of real value, just so they can have a reason to justify hating on you. Your response in this situation? Just move on and keep it moving. Now, just because we are talking about haters and people who hate on us, it doesn't mean that we're talking about horrible people. Some of the nicest, most loving people I have known in my life have been haters of my forward progress. Not because they're horrible people, but because their own lives didn't measure up to the expectations they had for themselves. Or literally, those people did not want me to succeed in case I succeeded without them. When it feels like people who are close to you don't want you to succeed, this usually has something to do with not wanting you to fly in case you fly away and leave them behind. When these types of feelings are raging for a person who is close to you, that person is fearful that you will outgrow them, especially when you've been giving them due warning that they're slacking and you're fed up. And sometimes instead of coming clean and leaving their ego at the door and being honest with you about not knowing what to do or not knowing where to start with their own life plan, they hate on you to get your attention because any attention, even from hating behaviour, is better than no attention. And as long as that person is getting your attention, you're not moving away from them. And if you're not moving away from them, you're not being productive. See how it works? The hater gets to stop you from moving and that is the ultimate prize. So what should you do if you have haters around you who pull you down and don't want you to be productive? My advice, don't play the hater at their own game and start hating on them because that will have you all up in your feelings and emotions and being unproductive. Instead, keep it moving and go and look for something to do to elevate your own life. I remember when me and my siblings used to argue and fight when we were teenagers. My mum always used to say that we didn't have enough to do and she always used to say 
that if we didn't find work to do, she would find us work to do. And this is the advice I'm giving you. The best thing you can do when you have haters on your tail is to ignore them and don't waste any energy on them. And the way you ignore a hater is not by sitting with your fingers in your ears. Nah, it's by filling your day with so much positivity linked to doing your thing and linked to elevating your life that you don't have time to watch or listen to the hater. Because when you spend your time being critical of others, it takes you away from being productive and being great. When the hater has your name in their mouth, use the experience as fuel to take you to the next level and let that hater know that they are responsible for inspiring you to success. There. Doesn't that feel better? On a final note, if you love what you hear, don't forget to register for the Start Your Business Planner. We might as well continue the year with intent and keep it moving. Remember, I've designed this planner for you to inspire you to work on setting up your side hustle or small business this year. You can register for the planner at drasher.micajabi.com forward slash planner. That's D-R-A-S-H-E-R dot M-Y-K-A-J-A-B-I dot com forward slash P-L-A-N-N-E-R. You can also find a link to the podcast at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast. Just scroll down to the introduction to the episode and you'll see a blue live link. Click on that live link and you can get access to a registration process for your copy of the planner. Also, if you're loving the podcasts, tell other people that we're here and ask them to listen in. The more the merrier. And finally, take time out to leave me your comments and questions. I love hearing from you and I am always open to what you think and what you need. Don't let the haters win. Until next week, you've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asher and I'm out.